All right, we are live. We are good to go. And first of all, I just want to say thank you very much for taking out the time to have this conversation with me. I really appreciate that. And before we, but you know what, when you, I want, I want one thing from you. Okay, please let me know. I want to be ent, I want to be entertained. And entertain in which manner would you like? I, to I, say? I mean. The, the call should be entertaining it should be fun it should be interesting not just for the people who are watching it but for me also so that's the only thing i would ask from you is that okay okay so i'll just make sure that i make that i engage you in the most interesting conversation that you can have and you take okay the okay, okay. Sure. now um, before we actually get started um, i just want you to actually take just 30 seconds for the viewers who will be watching to actually get to know you so if you can give a 30 second intro of who you are what you do that would be really helpful so you want my version or my wife's version uh trust me they're going to be very different <laughs> kidding apart so i I'm, i'm you know obviously every uh, it's like everyone says you know it's what your wife thinks about you which really counts not what the rest of the world perceives but i'm not going to go there so uh Okay, I'm Dr. Anirudh Malpani. I'm an IVF specialist by profession. I've been running an IVF clinic with my wife, Dr. Anjali. She does the running actually. Uh, okay. I mean, she she's the one who does. She's the heart behind it. Uh, we've been doing this for 30 years, so that's my day job. And I always tell people, best job in the world. You get women pregnant, and <laughs> their husbands pay you to do that for them. But uh, so you know, I continue practicing IVF. Very fulfilling job. Let me tell you that. I mean, you know, it changed people's lives so dramatically as a result of doing IVF. One of the things we learned while doing IVF is there were still so many myths and misconceptions about it. So we spent a lot of time in what I call educating patients. What's called information therapy. So we wrote lots of books, and they're all available online free. Uh, the first book was How to Have a Baby. we created e learning courses we have a website called ivf india the entire book is free on our website called drmalpani.com so patient education was a big thrust and as a doctor i feel the reason the healthcare system is not very healthy today is because it's very doctor oriented or very hospital oriented or very administrator oriented or very profit oriented and we need to put patients first yes and that's why we've written lots of books on patient advocacy information therapy all of which are again available free we think if we put the patient at the heart of the healthcare system which is where the patient should be obviously the yeah. only reason we do what we do is for the sake of the patient and that way everyone is happy patients are happy their relatives are happy good doctors are happy so that you know patients have realistic expectations and we don't want bad doctors to be happy in any case right hmm, that's true So that's that's as far as the healthcare piece. So we run a free patient education library. We've been doing for many years, and one of the other avatars is now the startup investing piece. I've been an active angel investor for many years now. Uh, I'm on the board of a large company which is going to IPO fairly quickly. So I've been doing you know doing that and actively angel investing in quite a few startups. Do that through my family office because I understand very little about it. But again, that's fun. It helps to keep you young, keep you motivated, optimistic about the future. You know, जब बाल सफेद हो जाते हैं तो you keep on saying, ये आजकल के बच्चे कुछ समझते नहीं हैं. हमारे जमाने में हम ये करते थे, फलाना करते थे. The world is going to the dogs. And the reality <laughs> is not. Uh, you know, I mean, lots of things are improving, getting better. I'm sure we've let the younger generation down. I'm hoping they won't let their next generation down. So you want to catalyze some of that change, and one yep. of the things I can do that effectively is by signing checks. So I'm very optimistic. I think entrepreneurs have the right to change the world. They have the guts, and if I can help them do that, more than happy to do that. All right. So it all actually becomes a very positive virtuous cycle, quite frankly. So one of the things we did is we started uh, what is called the medical innovation, creativity, and entrepreneurship, the Mice Lab in JJ Hospital. So we can help medical students to be creative and innovative. So that okay. if they're creative and innovative, obviously, you know, the way they will provide care for their patients will be that much better. It's not just a question of coming up with better devices. They will also learn to think out of the box. 
they won't be okay. confined to what the medical textbooks teach them you know we're teaching them how to tinker to do things with the hands design thinking how do you put the patient first so lots of things life is fun okay now that was a lot of information to take in 30 seconds and i got a lot of questions to actually now ask you so one of the things that i actually one of my friend told me about that you were the india's first ivf specialist um you had the first ever um iv have ivf clinic in india um is that information absolutely correct no that's that's not true that's not true uh, okay. so the first ivf clinic was actually in a government hospital which is okay. km hospital uh where i used to be a resident there but uh, it was done by dr hindija and we were one of the first few ivf clinics in private practice in the country no question about that yes got it but got you know it. i i never want to be the first i'd rather be the best that's 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 the attitude that people should have that's you just hit the nail right on the mark now um you know you mentioned something about um medical so let's talk about something on in terms of how medical um industry is not actually catering to patients and i had spoken to an entrepreneur from bangalore who in past had a lot of trouble uh, a lot of health issues and one thing he realized that um doctors have somehow realized that they can make a lot of money by referring to other doctors and that's a mark that that goes on in the industry what are your thoughts on that So I think you know I mean I'm, I've been fairly critical about the medical profession I'm very unpopular amongst doctors let me tell you that I mean I call a spade a spade I said what is this why do we give cards why do we take bribes from pharma companies you know I mean don't we have any standards of our own we're professionals that's what our entire special magic sauce is the doctor patient relationship why have we sold out and pretty much an open secret and uh, no one likes to be told the truth quite frankly so you know I mean still a lone voice in the wilderness and i honestly think sometimes there's a conspiracy of silence and multiple reasons for this let's start from the beginning okay i think a lot of problems now is where medical education has got privatized yes. again thanks to politicians who want to make money on it so obviously if people you know in my day what i spent nothing on my medical i actually got a government of india scholarship so my education was free and it was in a government hospital km hospital brilliant doctors lots of patients lots of clinical expertise and the other students very competitive so they kept you on your toes so you learned a lot and i'm a second generation doctor lots of things have changed uh now when you're spending so many crores on getting educated obviously at some point everyone's going to look for a return on investment so everything's become commercialized that contamination has started right from there so really what kind of people are you going to attract that's one problem Okay. second is the role models for all these young medical students have got completely distorted uh your entire focus is how many marks can i score because it's a pyramidal system i'm not happy with an mbbs i want to do an md i'm not happy with an md i want to become super specialized and no one really cares how much time you spend in the wards or how well you take care of your patients it's just like how many check boxes have you done how many marks have you got on your neat exam what is that could do with clinical care who's teaching you empathy where are your positive role models so here's a bad problem it's now become worse and now when you start practice you know you do it with lots of good intentions that's why everyone joins medicine in the first place but i think medical college actually wrings that humanity and compassion out of you because it's all that cramming and mugging and competing with colleagues and you know who do you look up to everyone's uh you know on the takes so to say and then uh you do what your seniors are doing and if your seniors are giving cuts are yaar wo deta hai to mai bhi dunga mai kis khet ki mooli if i don't get cuts to mere paas patient kahan se aayenge mai bhooka thodi marne wala hu so by the time you start practice you're 30 you own actually no assets you've got debt because you've taken loans for your medical yeah. college and no one's going to send you patients you know no one sends us patients in mumbai because we don't give any cuts or kickbacks to gps so obviously they would rather refer to some other ivf clinic which gives them a cut or a kickback so all our patients come either through word of mouth which is other patients who got pregnant with us or they come through our website and that's the one thing i want to talk about which i will do in a minute so i think there are huge problems and i think the corporatization of medicine has made it worse 
doctors are now treated as widgets ye tumhare and you know all these are open secrets nothing new and you know a lot of doctors will say dr malpani you're bad mouthing the medical profession how dare you say such things about what other doctors are doing you know i'm just saying the truth and you don't want to hear the truth and stop indulging in all these malpractices so that you know i automatically will get silenced and i won't have to say all these but the tragedy is that is what is happening so doctors in corporate hospitals are targets and you don't meet your targets bye bye you know we'll find someone else very competitive world no one wants to lose their job so your entire thing is to keep your targets you keep your corporate bosses and the uh, managers happy and obviously to do that you need to do lots of tests you need to do unnecessary tests who cares you know that's just the profit centers you need to refer to another consultant to uske patient bhejega to wo tujhko patient bhejega patient ka theek hai no gunde rahega and so many issues of moral hazard are yaar tere paas insurance hai ki nahi first thing a lot of doctors do these days is do what we call a wallet biopsy you have insurance na to tera kya jata hai ha theek hai tujhko first class deluxe room denge insurance company hai paisa bharne ke liye so everyone knows you know doctors are intelligent we know how to game the system and lots of them do it well you know i've i've been fortunate uh i've been an investor in the public markets never made any money on angel investing don't expect to make it either but uh, and i'll come back to why but the the equity markets have been kind so i made more than enough money so honestly my professional income is irrelevant now small fraction of what i earn on my listed space so that's more than enough for me and the great thing about that income is it's passive income you know otherwise doctors are daily wage earners i see a patient yeah. i get paid don't see a patient you know so that's true uh, and this that's way i don't need to true. worry about it anymore so things have worked out very well for me and that's what i'm trying to tell other young doctors there is no reason for you to follow the trodden beaten path a lot of doctors say you know dr malpani you're an ivf specialist you've been born with a silver spoon what do you care what do you understand about your problems and i say the worst thing you could possibly do is actually give a cut or a kickback the government takes away 30% of whatever you earn by taxes and if you give a kickback then 50% of what you earn goes away and it's a, it's a it's a race to the bottom today it's 50% tomorrow some competitor will give 55 then you'll have to give away 55 What are you left with? And then the GP or the family physician bullies you and bulldozes you. You know, at the end of the day, you have no professional right left in what you're doing. You're not doing the right thing anymore. You know, how can you sleep well at night? That's not what you started being a doctor for. So that's so a lot of that has happened. And therefore, what I'm saying is, cut out the middleman. The only reason you give a cut or a kickback is because there's a middleman who's sending the patient to you. You don't need a middleman anymore in this day and age. The website is there. You know, young doctors have lots of spare time because you don't have many patients. You're just starting practice. Spend time on creating digital s presence for yourself. Patients are thirsty for information. They want information. Doctors are too busy to give the information, which is tragic, because the word doctor is derived from the word dosia, which means to teach or to educate. Young doctors should be doing that. You know, all what you all you require is a smartphone and create lots of videos share your information share your knowledge be liberal with it do it in local languages so that patients can realize what the right truthful information is which you can provide with no vested interest you're positioning yourself as the expert so that when they watch your video they trust you they don't trust dr google why would anyone trust dr google but they would trust a face so yeah. dr sharma is providing that information are yaar ये जो बोलता है सच बोलता है मेक सेंस समझता है मेरे मेरा दर्द क्या है मेरे पेन क्या है वो मेरी भाषा में बात करता है सो यू नो आई नीड अ प्रॉब्लम लेट मी गो ईमेल हिम यू गेट अ रिस्पांस टू द ईमेल या दिस लुक्स गुड व्हाई द हेल शुड आई गो टू समवन एल्स व्हाई डोंट आई जस्ट गो डायरेक्टली टू हिम सो लॉट्स ऑफ थिंग्स व्हिच यंग डॉक्टर्स कैन डू टू गेट पेशेंट्स टू कम डायरेक्टली टू देम दे डोंट नीड टू डू ऑल द रबिश व्हिच यू नो पीपल हैव बीन डूइंग इन द पास्ट टेक शॉट शॉर्टकट द मिडलमैन कट हिम आउट ऑफ द प्रोसेस So I and I honestly think that can happen. So um, you know, I have to say that you might be one of those very few people who actually understand the digital landscape very well, so that you were able to put your content out. Because I came to know about you from LinkedIn, and that's where you used to actually put a lot of your content out. And I was not really aware. I'll be very honest here. I was more aware about your angel investing side of things because of how I used to look at you. but right now i having spoken to you now i am also getting to know understand about 
um how good um of a ivf specialist you are and how much you have put your content out there but a lot of young doctors that actually um, have recently graduated from college um they i believe that they do not yet understand how the system is working um what are your thoughts on that uh doctors are smart so don't tell me that i think it just requires to get out of your comfort box and start saying hey you know how can i differentiate myself why do i have to do what everyone else is doing you do what everyone else is doing you're doomed to be an undifferentiated commodity and then you will get treated like that create a brand name for yourself what little children are doing that as tiktok video starts you think doctors are stupid or what what do you require all you require is a smartphone you know hamare zamane mein mujhko html likhta tha i mean forget it i'm just saying you know come on give me a break how yeah, anyone can set up a website it's free uh, you know you do wix you do uh, wordpress whatever you like acha you're so lazy you don't want to do it you pay someone else to do it what what's the big deal i, I you know i i hate people who make excuses in this dna uh, no so that doesn't cut any wire you're too lazy to do it serves you right then you continue giving kickbacks and you continue signing off 50% of your income to some other idiot just because he sends patients to you then don't even complain to me what have you done to stand out from the rest that's and true trust me if you're a doctor practicing in assam and you're creating youtube videos in assamese you've created a niche for yourself that gives you the right to win in that space that's not rocket science boss that's common sense yeah so a lot of people i am not sure here but i think that they do not yet understand the noise to signaling ratio here as to how they can break out of the noise and actually get more patients get more visibility out there so that might be a challenge i'm telling them awareness. yeah we are adding we're giving them solutions boss that's we're true. saying come on you know get out of your rut high time you actually did some you know what i would do if yes. i were the dean of a medical college actually if i were the principal of a school also Yes. The first thing I would tell every student is your first assignment is create your own website with your own domain name. I don't care whether you're five years old. You can't do it. Get your parent to do it. This is such value. It's much more valuable than your Aadhaar card or your PAN card or your UID because this is going to remain with you for the rest of your life. And as you grow up. you add bells and whistles and create content and this will be your mother in law will look at it and say are yaar you to such much hoshiyar your prospective mother in law sorry i'm i'm kidding but the point is that this is something which people can see what kind of person you are what your interests are what you've done when you are you know you are applying for a promotion you are applying for a job when you want to do a job interview that's all there people want to see it great they don't want to see it that's great they look out you're sharing information just imagine what happens you understand that's unique that's usp no question about that that's yours and if you've been doing it consistently that proves your discipline that proves that you're able to create content you created a personal brand for yourself you can do it for yourself you can obviously do it for the company you work for imagine the amount of signaling which you're providing consistently and then the way you look at the world changes i have to think are yaar mujhe linkedin pe post karna hai oh sorry i'm not on linkedin anymore i'll come back to that yeah, mujhe we'll tweet karna hai to so, uh, i will but you know mujhe tweet karna hai to mujhe kuch to sochna padega ki main kya karu so therefore i have to read more actively i can't i can't just think about what my interests are think about what's likely to interest readers i have to keep up to date with digital medium which i have to know about what's happening on the internet uh you know lots of good things happen because you have to remain cutting edge so to say you can't afford to uh, remain obsolete kids are competitive and you know if i were a school teacher i'd give marks for the best website i would incentivize them to do that i mean just so many opportunities you know the one thing which i'm actually ashamed about we keep on talking about our demographics sweet spot where are we digitally when you have a democratic platform anyone is free to publish anyone they want anything they want where are indian voices being heard and it doesn't matter if you're uneducated doesn't matter if you're illiterate everyone can do this you know that's fine even if you were a street seller nothing stopping you from actually doing that and my point is that we are privileged we are educated i think people are selfish i don't know what it is honestly whether they're scared will i look like an idiot Uh, what will people say? What do you care what people will say? You know, do it. The more you do it, the better you'll get. And if after a year you realize, God, that was such shit, delete it. No one's stopping you. It's your content. 
but the more often you do it the better you will get it actually it becomes a positive virtuous cycle you know the beauty is out of 100 people 100 realize the importance but only one will do it and if you're the yeah. one doing it you straight away create an edge for yourself so um just talking about why people don't join in i believe that there are two reasons that i might have actually pointed towards because i have spoken to a couple of people one might be a lack of discipline and second is um lack of confidence so a lot of people are still afraid to show themselves on camera if they are making videos or writing boss, content boss agar excuse karna hai na to main aur tujhe 50 excuse deta hu mere paas time nahi hai mera camera acha nahi hai mera audio setup acha nahi hai main acha nahi dikhta hu mera come on how okay you're so ashamed of the way you look put on a mask no get a modi ji mask if you like if you're uh, sorry kidding apart but there's so many ways of doing it So come on, I you know, I you want to make excuses? I'll make a hundred excuses for you. What what? That's. But you are I, absolutely I, right. I I do agree with you. Like it's a prerequisite. If you don't have a website, at least you have to have some sort of social media presence out there, and not just for medical profession. I would right? still say start with a website. I would say start with a website, and I'll come back to the LinkedIn thing again. Because you know every social media presence is completely dependent on the social media platform, That's so you're at their mercy. Whereas if you have a website, and let's be honest, today it's LinkedIn. After three years, it'll be something else. You know, MySpace went away. All these things will come and go. Your website's not going to go away anywhere. The website should still be the heart. Once you have a website, you can then feed that to you know whatever social media platform you want. And why restrict yourself to one media platform? My whole point is you know populate all of them. Uh, each one will be different depending on what your interests are. So let me tell you a little uh, this thing which happened. We'll come back to the LinkedIn. So one of the things I realized is that all these social media platforms can keep you hostage because you're completely dependent on their whims and fancies and terms and conditions and what they choose to regard as unprofessional behavior, all kinds of things. So therefore, I said this is ridiculous. You know, it's going to hurt me. So what I did was. I actually downloaded all my content. My content is user generated, and then created my own blog. So that's called MyIndianAngel.in. Yeah. So that IndianAngel.in now is my personal property. I can put up content. I can scrape whatever I write from LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever else. So that's that's the place to go to. I own that. I can decide. Then we realize, hey, this is not a problem which is unique to me. I'm sure other people will have the same problem. Not saying other people will get kicked out of LinkedIn, and that's why they need an alternative. But you know, other people will want to explore. Now, for example, when I was active on LinkedIn, I never used to tweet. Now that you know, I tweet a lot, so I'm learning the advantages and why Twitter is a better platform in some respects. My point is that I'm making lemonade from the lemons. So I should yeah. thank LinkedIn for that, but but I'll come back to that. But the point is that if it's a problem which I have faced, maybe other people will face it. So what we did is we actually created a site called AmplifyYourVoice.in, and that's again coming back to exactly what you're saying. Is that anyway you're you're an influencer on social media platforms, you have a following, you're creating a lot of user-generated content, but you know what? Who's monetizing this content? You aren't. What are you getting out of it? Except a little dopamine kick. Here, yar, abhi mere hundred thousand followers hai, mere hundred twenty thousand followers hai. Lekin cream to sab baaki ke log leke ja rahe. Tujhe kya mil raha hai usse? Nothing at all. So yeah. we're actually offering a way to people to monetize that by directly owning your followers. Today, you don't own your followers. You don't even know what the email addresses of your followers are on LinkedIn. But yeah. with this particular site we effectively said just like i created indianangel.in you can create your own uh, wordpress we will do it for you all magically you don't have to do anything yourself we will get your content from your linkedin or whatever social media platform we will automatically populate this blog so it's not a blank sheet okay all the work you've done will automatically get recreated here which you then own but much better is that you will now be able to send out emails to your followers you will own your followers you can upsell them cross sell them do whatever you feel like you know the trouble with linkedin is the moment you put a post it has such a short health half life because obviously there are lots of other things coming up so by the time you put it you know 50 other posts will have come up people will have lost That's it true. they won't be able to find what they want whereas on your blog it will always be there you can highlight you can pick and choose but you know the magic is that you publish once on your own blog 
it is automatically republished to all the social media platforms so we will publish to linkedin we will publish to twitter we will publish to instagram we will That's publish amazing. there are tools to do it automatically so that not only do you now own your own digital website which no one in the world can do anything about more importantly you now amplified your reach because you're no longer restricted to one platform you're now getting that opportunity to explore all the you're popular social media platforms got it yeah without moving a single finger so imagine the amount of power we are giving to the user that's exactly my whole point is the internet was supposed to be democratic we were not supposed to be bullied by all these social media platforms you can't do this and you can't do that i was trying to give that power back to the user yeah we in the united states we are seeing something of similar extent happening right now because they have actually taken so much power with google with apple facebook these entities have become so big that they are controlling other people also so that's very true now i had read about amplify your voice what and i had not yet used it i will in future i do plan to use it so thanks a lot for actually like letting you me know, know yeah please be a, yeah we love so you know be a beta tester we we so right now i'm treating this as one of the experiments we're running and okay. again you know i'm a, i'm a frugal investor so here i'm being a frugal entrepreneur I'm saying I'm going to try out little things again. Not my expertise. I'm doing it in partnership with other people. Yeah. Uh, one of them is Anand. One of them is Adesh. Saying let's try it out. You know, it was my pain point. It worked very well for me. It's a logical leap of faith that you know other people want to be influencers. They want to grow their web presence. They want a digital face. If we can help them to do it, so why don't we? So that's definitely something we're exploring. That's wonderful. Now, um. now this is one of the things that i actually really wanted to talk to you about and you had actually said this that companies run by missionaries versus companies run by mercenaries the ones that actually succeed in the long run are those that are run by missionaries and not those not those that are run by mercenaries can you please care to elaborate the, that statement so you know lots of lots lots of people obviously won't agree with me they say oh look how much money by jews raise is a mission mission ki baat sab rubbish hai ha passion mission statement wagera acha hai company ke board ke upar dalo lekin kisko lena dena hai tu paisa bana raha hai koi sawal nahi puchta hai and sadly perhaps that isn't i think in a way you know everything your mom taught you about the importance of being like ram and stuff like that is like are yaar wo to sab mythology hai se kya lena dena which is a little bit sad but i honestly believe that i mean i think there is more to life than making money i think it's important that you sleep well at night it's important that you do things which you're proud of it's important that you think about the legacy which you're leaving for the next generation for your grandchildren so many things so it's something i believe maybe it's old fashion but you know what it may actually be very future thinking because i honestly think and i'll tell you what I'm a social impact investor, so not that I invest across the board. I'm very happy to invest in non-social impact enterprises, provided they fit our criteria. But the reason I impact invest in social impact investors is I actually think they will end up making more money for me. Uh, let me explain why. So, a there are three things. One is financial capital, which I'm providing them. There always used to be a problem for these guys, so that's a problem we've overcome. I think they've got two other things which are magical, which other people don't. The second is human capital. The kind of people these missionary entrepreneurs attract are the kind of guys who are working there because they care about what you're doing. They care about the users. They will not go just because someone else offers them a twenty percent increment. They are passionate. They're devoted. They're loyal. These are the guys who actually build a company from scratch. Do you think any Baidu's employees really care one way or the other about Baidu? You know, tomorrow white hat. अरे नहीं, white hat तो अभी बाईजू हो गया. Yeah. कल topper है, कोई तो भी उसको 20% increment देगा. इसे बाईजू बाद में जाए, मैं topper को जाऊँगा. So there's no loyalty. So what kind of people are you attracting? People who churn and how can you really create a world-class company with that kind of stuff? I mean, that anyway. So that's that's the that's the second bit. That's the human capital. We also have the advantage of social capital. You know, Gen X, millennials, all these guys—they care about the impact on the on the on the globe, on the earth. They care about equality, yeah. equity, fairness, and they will actually pay extra for social impact entrepreneur products because they know this is the right thing we should be doing. So I'm actually extremely optimistic. It'll take time. It's okay. I'm not in a rush. 
I don't expect, like I said, to make any money on this stuff. So, um, you know, and, that, and that's the luxury I have. Let me tell you that because I'm not a VC, because it's personal money I'm deploying. I actually have the luxury to do a lot of stuff that sounds very idiosyncratic and counterintuitive. You know, trust me, VCs were deploying their own money in over after two drinks. They'd say, "Yeah, yeah, we like what this guy is doing." They'll never ever say it publicly. They can't afford to, because come on, you know, they're on a bichara. I feel sorry for them at some point. You know, they also on a treadmill. They have to raise the next fund. They have to yeah. provide returns to their LPs. So many things. So they have a lot more constraints than I do. I only have to answer to my wife. That that's true. So VC model, um, I believe in future might might change. in terms of startups but again um, you know i would like to contribute dick a little bit see um please yes so um in missionaries i believe there are a lot of missionary statements that you know people actually put out so i'm just talking about the character of a missionary they are not heavily incentivized to you know make an in- impact in a certain amount of time whereas the thing about a mercenary although they care about money they actually get the job done so that's the thing that i do like about a mercenary in that sort of thing perfect so you know that's the advantage of going to a corrupt a government official because wo paisa lega to kaam karwayega so in one sense you're justifying the corruption where a seedha sada aadmi hai paisa bhi nahi khata hai kaam bhi nahi karta hai uh, you know i don't understand why this false dichotomy are you telling me that missionaries cannot be efficient that's not true and that's why you need to marry the best of both worlds yeah. and of course they can and i think it's very possible so that's one of the things we're trying to get to them we say hey you know i've given you money i expect a return on that so yeah. i'm you know we will teach you how to be able to multiply it correctly uh we will teach you what needs to be done we will teach you governance we will teach you how to keep track of all these things but all that can very easily be learned So um, it's much easier for missionaries to learn how to do all this stuff. See, the reality is they never bothered to do it because how TK government grant a trust and I think part of it is also I don't want to get my hands dirty in all that stuff. But I think they're realizing that you know I mean let's give let me give you an example. Look at Teach sure. for India, brilliant organization. Shaheen is a brilliant entrepreneur, cares about kids. But the impact is going to be what you know when you're dependent on someone, charity, philanthropy, whatever else. How much can you accomplish? Big party, every one year, two years. Who wants to be in that position? And I think that's a losing proposition. And therefore, you've got to change it. You know, I mean, in ten years, Baidu's impacted. Uh, I don't know what the word for misimpacted is, but whatever is created. If you just want to count the number of students you've reached, far more. But I mean, effectively, what you're saying is missionary. You know, you have to do bad things. More, uh, you know, you can't you can't afford to do. the right thing well enough because you don't have enough money so missionaries are constrained because they care so much about the mission that they don't have enough funds to be able to do the right thing and mercenaries care so much about funds that they don't care about the bad things which they do so effectively you're setting this up as a paradox or a dichotomy you settle for the money and then don't care about doing bad things or you do only good things but then do you know accept the fact that you're not going to be able to reach out to many people I think that's false. You can't combine quantity with quality, and actually, if you do that, and that's my whole point, you have an unfair edge because people like Shine don't care about the money. So you know, when you don't care about the money, you actually have an edge over people like Bajus who are forced to care about the money because you're only going to care about what's my return on investment. Whereas you can do the same thing for free. The beauty is, how do you cleverly do it for free? so you can still become sustainable and scalable and that sounds like a paradox but let me give an example sure think about this if you gave away digital information free of cost your marginal cost in this day and age is virtually zero there's a cost of producing which is once yeah but you have so much user generated content so why aren't all these kids producing videos why aren't all these teachers producing videos and uploading them you know you have 10000 teachers and straight away at the even if they did just one a day at the end of it you would have 3 lakh videos on youtube in local indian languages by kids by teachers who care about their children you know put up these videos maybe no one will watch the videos maybe out of but the fact of the matter is you create 100000 videos just by the law of probability 1% will go by so you've yes. done all this for free please understand that. 
this is how you started creating branding digital branding or now your next step is to monetize it and again you have multiple options the best option is to say hey all this is free and this is our philosophy we will not charge a penny for this this is the platform and we encourage you to contribute your own free content and you like what we have please add more but if you want hand holding if you are stuck in a particular point you want a tutor's help then that tutor will charge you money i think that's okay. extremely fair and then you will do it at different levels you want to help from a student and trust me students are the best tutors so you are stuck in the 6th standard hey there's a smart 7th standard student who just did this last year wo aake tujhko sikhayega wo zyada charge nahi karega obviously okay. you know for him it's French income, so that's the first level. You want the next level? We charge you more. You want the next level? We will charge you more. And there will be some parents who say, "Hey, yar, I just want the best." So IIT professor, how much is it? Tutoring for ten thousand, na? My child wants the best. So he will pay ten thousand, pay for one hour, okay, whatever. I'm just yes. saying there are multiple ways. So you just gotta think that way, not hard. And you actually have an edge because you know what? You don't need to give the money back to the VC. so you can do what's right for the user without worrying about hey i'm cannibalizing my business i'm going to lose my income if i start doing this you're not okay you're creating so, positive virtue cycles that, that that's really true that that's really true um so i'll just reiterate my statement so the next question actually you should ask you the next question you should ask bhavani doctor you're so smart why aren't you doing this um no i understand the motivations um, different people have different set of motivations um, some people want to be a catalyst to the change and somebody want to be the change themselves so i understand your motivation perfectly that uh, how you are putting content out there you are still inspiring a set of people or a set of aspiring entrepreneurs to take decisions which are going to be beneficial for the customer at the end not the vc or not going after money so i understand the virtue cycle that you are creating um I would just want to reiterate my statement. I would, um, if I was an angel investor or I was a VC, I would really invest in a missionary who is really driven. Because I, my statement previously, which I said that you know missionaries get things done, it's a matter of drive. So that was my only problem. So I would still go after a missionary but, who is but driven. But the trouble is, but the trouble is, they get the wrong things done. They get the bad things done. is that something which is very desirable i'm not convinced okay i think it's that's actually the path to hell so it's like saying yeah yeah we're very efficient we're making great speed but making great speed to go where uh, uh you know i think i think direction and the path counts far more than that but you're right i mean i i'm not saying it's like i said it's early days and at some point in fatalism you know what right do you have to say dr malpani what have you achieved you know where are your success stories and that's right and i'm hoping at some point some good will come out of it so i cannot create a success story within 4 years because by definition i'm trying to say i need to grow arithmetically organically i need to earn the right to win but at some point you know at least if the path is there i hope we'll get that you know but one more thing i should say bhavani please do not confuse angel investors with vcs these are two completely yes. different animals with two completely different motivations very very different you know i know for the sake of seed investing kahan se milega angel investor we see but that's not true and there are lots of angel investors who are very mercenary in their approach okay who will say hey kya yaar to paisa kamana hai 5 saal ke andar ye company apne vc ko bech denge wo thing and that's and that's also fine you know i'm not okay. allergic to money i think that's okay that is not my style that's all Sure, that's under perfectly understandable. So, what are your thoughts on? Then I'm going to ask on, me about Daiji Power. Um, I will ask you. I I promise you, I will ask you. Um, although yes. So, what are your thoughts on cohort-based learning? You don't have much. You don't have much time. You don't have much time left, Bhavani. You you don't want to. You don't want people to start getting bored. So, yeah, the guy chala chacha chacha chalu hi karta rehta hai. You know, when is he going to get to the meat of the matter? कुछ तो अच्छा पूछना चाहिए. ये तो सब पहले सुना हुआ है. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't want to hijack it. Go ahead. Whatever. You want. So um okay, so post that we'll just get start with the story that happened with Byju's, and I'm kind of disappointed as well. Like um I was really disappointed to see that happen. Um, but what are your thoughts on cohort-based learning, which takes a very small set of people where you provide them with a mentor. you take them through you hand hold them from through the entire process but you do not make the content for masses the content is very is set for very small set of people who are highly driven highly accountable 
and will get things done so is that something that we can expect from future of edtech company and in fact that is what incubators are doing you know that you put a group of smart people that's the yc model effectively depending on yes. how much hand holding you want to provide everything works you know the hardest thing in the world to do is to judge a person uh very difficult so you know are yaar i can look at a person and make out ki wo kitna motivated hai i can see the fire in his belly i'm such a good judge of character i don't fool yourself you know yeah that's pretty tough everyone thinks and you know we we all have this positive biases and you know how smart i am uh, but be that as it may and the reality is people change you know uska pet bhar jata hai he has other things to do he presents a public face to you because he wants something from you you know he hides his true colors and entrepreneurs can be extremely charismatic very good at selling uh, so no i i don't think there are any easy solutions okay. so the way i say is there are multiple paths to nirvan i'm not saying i have a monopoly on any of them whatever works for you is fine experiment try it out okay tum jitna zyada experiment karoge utne zyada tumhare success ke chances hai but experiment in a place where you have the right to win so i do not have the ability to write million dollar checks i wish i did but i don't so that's my constraint but constraints or creativity i can continue thinking counter intuitively hey because i can't write million dollar checks but you know what i can comfortably write two crore checks and vcs can't comfortably write two crore checks because then they would end up writing too many and not be able to monitor so why don't i play to where my strength is multiple ways of doing this got it um, got it that makes a lot of sense so um i believe like i am right now a beta tester for a startup that is working on in, like changing the way how we perceive edtech and it's focusing on cohort based learning so i have high hopes for that startup no There's- in fact i in fact i completely agree I'm a big believer in peer-to-peer learning. You know, whatever name you want. So let me put it this way: my big model for EduTech is get rid of all the schools. Sounds like a very, uh, I don't know, revolutionary thing to say, but you know, and I'll come back to that. So I think let's just stop this entire dependence. That education or learning or teaching only happens in schools. That's just not yeah. true. I think everything needs to be at home. everything needs to be self learning and then provide as many tools as required to help that individual student to self learn and some kids will learn all by themselves and don't want to be told what to do and some kids will require hand holding at various different some will require motivation by parents some will require motivation by uncles and grandparents some will require motivations from friends or from enemies you know who knows whatever else it is so i think there are multiple ways of finding it out and then start with the end user and then start building so what am i saying i'm not saying get rid of schools completely they will still have a role to play but they will be more like physical learning centers attendance is optional this is what you can do this is where you can hang out this is where there will be a teacher available you want to talk to her talk to her don't want to talk to her don't talk to her she's not going to tell you what to do at the end of the day this is what your output is going to be you're going to decide your own output whatever works for you you know it's like you teach kids how to walk and to talk where do you tell kids are yaar aaj you have to walk 10 steps and we forget all that common sense that kid will automatically motivated to walk 10 steps and he trust me he walks 10 steps he will want to walk 100 steps on his own whether you tell him you can't say aaj se 10 step karna hai ban karna and he will want to run because he's an osmotic curiosity machine he absorbs everything he wants to talk to you guys he wants to walk with you guys so he will do whatever you are doing you just I, leave a 100 books lying around now in the house automatically that kid will learn for himself doesn't need to go to school to learn <laughs> So we love to take all the credit, but don't deserve most of it. I do agree. Agree with you here. Even though it's a contrarian like opinion here right now in the times that we live in, but self enablement for learning is really, really important. People need to understand that you know a person is different. They learn at different paces, and you just need to actually provide them to tools to learn, not just you know um, put them through something or indoctrination of schools. That's what takes place. I. I still remember my school days. I did not enjoy much there at that point in time. So I do agree that. But you know the problem is, what happens as you get older, your memory starts reconstructing things, and you you selectively remember the good times and all your old yes. friends. I used to hang out, and how you used to 
hopes to tease the girls and you know all that kind of good stuff and you forget all how many detentions you had how many times the teacher made you cry how many times your parents smacked you for not doing well in an exam how you didn't manage to come first in a race because someone else cheated wo sab memory selectively edit kar jati hai so i might you know, think i, mean, I might you sorry i might be an exception to that so i have a very full recollection of bad things that happened with me on school as well so it's no, not I, I, I mean i'm saying i'm saying that that's that's neither here nor there i'm saying that you force kids between the age of 5 to 15 to spend time in school of course they're going to learn socialization skills because they would have learned that whether you'd send them to school or not again very common criticism how will you learn to get along with other people are obviously you learn to get along with other people every single day of your life you learn to convince your mom to give you pocket money you learn to convince your dad to take care you doing the what's the big deal i mean you know you convince your neighbors your friends Uh, I, I think you know. I think in fact, school is the most artificial environment you could possibly provide. Makes no sense. Yeah. Okay. Right. Last fifteen yeah. minutes. Um. Okay. <laughs> so um, let's actually get started with Baidu. So um, you were actually pointing out to some of the unethical practices that Baidu was conducting, both at an employee level as at an customer level. Um. and i highly agree with you there because you know i had spoken to couple of salesmen that work at byju's they were not happy and i knew the the customers i have not really heard of them so the one thing that i feel that byju's is doing wrong is that they are not thinking on end customer they are not being an ethical business because when you are providing value to the customers somebody would also have the ability to you know reject you or you know give you a review if you do not provide that ability that makes the business somewhat shady in my sense because they directly sell 5 year or 6 year courses to students and at the end of the day when the course is complete after 6 years there is nobody else to actually review you know what did i learn from it so that's what i feel that byju did wrong and you were really right to you know question that practice get your linkedin account was blocked and i feel that that was the biggest infringement on um, freedom of speech on a platform like that so please share that story with us so again at two different levels so one thing i will tell you i'm an equal opportunity critic byju's is not the only company i've criticized i've criticized lots of companies and you know i think uh, i i can afford to call a spade a spade i don't need to be politically correct and a lot of people used to criticize me on linkedin are yaar itna negative aadmi hai har ek kuch na kuch ke bare mein kharab hi bolta hai जो मैं पॉजिटिव बोलता था वो लोग कभी पढ़ते नहीं थे जो मैं नेगेटिव बोलता था वो उसके ऊपर बोलते थे व्हिच इज अ डिफरेंट इशू ओके फाइन यू नो एंड द रीजन आई आई क्रिटिसाइज माय डॉटर आई डोंट क्रिटिसाइज माय नेबर्स डॉटर आई डोंट केयर अबाउट माय नेबर्स डॉटर नो यार सच अ स्वीट गर्ल बट आई वांट टू मैक्सिमाइज माय ओन डॉटर्स पोटेंशियल एंड देयरफॉर आई ऑलवेज टेल पीपल ऑल क्रिटिसिज्म इज एक्चुअली एवरी कंप्लेंट इज अ गिफ्ट we want you to do better and byju's had the opportunity to fix a completely broken education system but they frittered that away but like i said it wasn't just byju i've criticized fracto in the past i've criticized the vc system that's why i'm not a very popular guy but be that as it may which is fine so you're right i said the truth uh, i don't think i ever said anything which was incorrect or wrong instead of acknowledge and what what's the main interesting things byju themselves got back to me this is the chief yeah. people officer publicly on linkedin saying thank you this is correct we are fixing our ways yeah. so they say that with one face and then behind my back they stab me by getting linkedin to remove me by saying you know your posts are defamatory so i thought that was very slimy and hypocritical on byju's part again they could have taken the higher moral ground they chose not to do that and that's their look out i really don't care but what is actually disappointing is how linkedin has behaved and we're going to high court we're filing a writ petition for multiple reasons so it's just a question of affecting me you know really honestly how does any of this make a difference to me but it will affect other people you cannot allow all these guys to get away with this this is actually the positioning themselves as a supra constitutional authority which now decides freedom of speech which now decides what is defamatory or not defamatory without yeah. following natural principles of justice without giving people the right to appeal without following due process because i on linkedin have decided that this is defamatory who the hell are you to ask me to challenge my and i don't even care about your opinion not even allow you to challenge it i mean that's just completely ridiculous you have a us multinational corporation telling us as indian citizens what we are allowed to do and we're not allowed to do and you're not answerable to anyone 
you're kind of you know you have all this legal boilerplate and you talk about terms and conditions you don't spell them out you don't specify you're deliberately vague and arbitrary because you can then manipulate that vagueness and arbitrariness to you know choose and you look at their responses and all this is you know once you file the case it'll all be there in the pleadings i mean they just make a joke of whatever they say and that's been so disappointing quite frankly and that's okay be that as it may the point is you need to bring this reality out to people like you cannot afford to allow these guys to make these calls and these things because they will make it for all the wrong reasons today they're doing it because they're kowtowing to byju's vcs investors whatever else because byju's a huge advertiser on linkedin so they're effectively getting bullied and saying yeah, yeah we don't want to lose that revenue stream so whatever byju says we will do you know where does this kind of thing end what right do we have to free speech do we have a right or not? and if we don't fair enough then say okay fine we're in china we're not giving you any rights at all don't pretend you know i hate that hypocrisy so i'm a big believer in being integrity being honest being open i don't like people hiding and you know stuff away and to that extent a lot of that has been pretty shameful i always say silence speaks so loudly the fact that byju chose to keep quiet about all my posts you know they thought they were defamatory they could have easily taken me to court why does linkedin have to make a judgment that my post and who the hell is linkedin to decide whether my posts are defamatory and the reality is truth is the best defense against defamation if my posts are honest by definition it cannot be called defamatory but you know linkedin has decided and byju will not dare to take me to court because they understand that the judiciary is open and transparent but linkedin they can manipulate all these screws and do everything they want behind the back and get away with it but you know i mean okay let them get away with it they will they've got away with it for so long uh, i'll try to make sure they don't get away with it forever and i honestly think the judiciary understands the importance and uh, will hopefully give us justice that's pretty much there's a lot at stake here it's really not dr malpani's account but if people like me don't fight you know i have the money i have the right friends i there is it's all documented clearly i have a particular opinion it may not be a popular opinion but you know if you want to start silencing unpopular opinions then what kind of democracy do you need so in this scenario like who who are you most disappointed with is it linkedin or is it byju's because in my sense i'm not really happy with the way byju's is conducting business i'm not really a fan of the way that it has been going on what are your thoughts let me tell you one thing you can only hurt people where it hurts them right yes. so posting on linkedin is not going to hurt them because they've got an online reputation management agency which removes all those things and yes. there are enough new bakras who will look at a sharukh khan ad or now with this sundar pichai i don't know how they manage to do that and why sundar pichai is allowing them to do that but whatever you know all these apps are enough new bakras born every minute enough suckers and they have the brand name and stuff like that they can continue buying all this stuff you need to hurt byju's where it hurts and it only hurts them in the pocketbook so if you start providing the same content which byju charges an arm and a leg for for free that'll hurt byju's got it and i think that's the right thing to do and that's basically what my so i'm not doing it to hurt byju's let me tell you that but if you do that then they will automatically clean up their act they'll be forced to clean up their act and i always tell people it's very hard to compete with free and there's so much great quality free content on youtube on this thing so and honestly i'm just looking for the right entrepreneur to fund 80% of the work's already been done and there's enough potential to make this go viral so you don't even need to spend money on any of this advertising rubbish that effectively you basically say hey this is a free website uh this is a list of curated content you will provide it whichever way you want we'll mix and match it for you we will provide it according to syllabus according to grade according to topic according to you know this is what i want to learn about you know check it out whatever you want all this content has already been created so go ahead and watch it we're curating it for you because people you know you send give them a blank slate they never know what to do they're paralyzed brain freeze ho jata hai so this is content which is curated by iit graduates great selling point yes sorry uh so you curate you curate the content you then allow users to grade the content 
so that it starts becoming a positive virtuous cycle so users will then start just like reddit or whatever else does so then the good content will start surfacing then you allow users to generate their own content if for nothing else so you combine in a sense wikipedia with the you know because wikipedia is a single point of truth with user generated or a community way of doing it so that there's a single page which everyone can keep on editing and adding to which can then start providing links to your content so you will then start creating your own at some point your goal should be hey my content should then be listed on top because it's much better because it's in a local language or because the seven year old kid does it and the seven year old kid is far brighter than an iit graduate who suffers from the curse of expert knowledge and has forgotten what problems you had when you were trying to understand what pythagoras theorem is but a seven standard student remembers because he just struggled through it last year so he understands and he will use metaphors and language which stories which will engage with you and understand with you and then you start creating that positive virtue cycle so you know once i find the right entrepreneur and the great thing is this is not an expensive exercise at all and then a lot of practical things happen there's peer to peer learning there's community based learning there's communication you're stuck somewhere plus there is the option to monetize on this platform you want an instant answer we'll charge you so much on this platform you want someone to hold your hand we will charge you so much you know whatever i don't think that's a problem at all Again, leap of faith. That's my approach. Okay, so, so we're nearing our sixty-minute time for the last question, and then we need to make sure people say, "Okay, you know, we want Dr. Malpani to speak some more, rather than when is this guy going to shut up?" Okay, so um, there's no, not really any more question left in my thought process. But um, one thing that I do realize that LinkedIn did wrong, and what had happened was that you know there is a wide line of distinction between a troll and somebody. providing criticism feedback and what linkedin did was actually like mark you as a troll who is just you know making infamous remarks regarding byju's and then actually banned you so that was quite wrong secondly um is there no, any- but that wasn't done just done by an algorithm there was actually a human being who made that decision That's that true. bothers me and the yes. trouble is that human being did not escalate the decision to his boss and his boss did not step in because that's the right thing which should have happened okay let's see why is everyone making such a fuss about it why is the ken yeah. writing articles about you know how irresponsible linkedin is someone needs to step in someone yeah. needs to say you know this is a thought linkedin should have the guts to have a debate with me online and that's say this is why we did what we did this is why we think we did But you know they're just being silent. They're kind of saying we don't give a shit about Dr. Malpani or the Ken or public opinion or anything else. I hope yes. they give a shit about a high court at least. Okay, yeah, makes sense. So um, I I believe that you know right now um youngsters, especially aspiring entrepreneurs, are actually attracted to the glamour that um certain startups get, and they're not really inspired by the mission at all, and. you have said this very correctly you know that you should not be inspired by the money but the problem that you are solving because as as long as your end customer is happy you are already going to some way or the another you are going to make money but that thought process has somehow changed so if you can give some examples of you know as an angel or as somebody who's who has been who has spoken to so many entrepreneurs you get um is there somebody that actually is following on that right path and you can give some examples of that so i think the great news is there are enough success stories and lots of books written on bootstrapping there's a woman called samana mitra who does a lot of these things but even in india i think the two great success stories are one is dimart yes and i have so much respect for radhakishan damani and you know they've done exactly the right thing they put their customer first and they they do it all very ethically and very correctly and uh, i would say zoho you know zoho i mean is- so i think the, the trouble is that these guys don't care about press releases and publicity and the media they way beyond that yeah. which in one sense is sad no i mean these guys are the ones who should be the heroes but they're so contented and satisfied in themselves they say you know i don't want to make any uh, you know song and dance about what i'm doing let my work speak for itself and unfortunately in india your work does you need to little amplify that a little bit you need to find that magical combination we'll see we'll get there we have to be the catalyst for the change i i hope to actually you know get actually shridhar vembu on this podcast if i am actually lucky enough to 
get them on and get their thoughts on so that would be a great achievement for me as well yes and i believe you know we have actually just run out of time and we as we had said that and we don't want to bore any people so one question one last question was i able to entertain you <laughs> well you know actually uh, i should have changed that a little bit i should have said the only thing i want you to do is make sure you entertain the listeners and whether you actually entertain the listeners or not we'll only know when the listeners start commenting on the video so yes. let's see what happens then i'll tell you whether it worked or not but yes i had sure. a good time i enjoyed talking to you thank you so much thank you so much for being here on this conversation with me i had a lot of fun talking to you i got some really interesting insights and with that i'll just stop my recording